Well, all right, welcome back, Ranch Nation. Right here live from the East Valley Institute of Technology. We always appreciate you guys. Hanging on your favorite, your choice, Car Talk. Right here, Ranch Nation. I'm going to tell you where you guys can find them. Now, if that doesn't give you chills amongst your spine action. Now, I know you guys are driving right now and you heard some kind of music. You can text in 480-655-8870, of course, with your car conundrum questions. But more importantly, where to find the Budos Band, The Origin of Man, Susie. Welcome to the show. Because that is some hot music. I don't know. It's what I'm feeling. It's hot. I like it. It's hot. It's literally. It's 107 degrees, and I know a lot of you sweating it out out there. And uh, we always welcome you back, Wrench Nation. And uh, for all of our KFNX family, every Saturday, you guys rock. And, of course, the replays uh, throughout the podcast, 90.7, The Neon Familia. You guys rock. Ranch Nation Car Talk, if you're new to our show. We take you on a journey, Susie. Yep, heidi heidi ho there, Frank. Yeah, well, don't mention Cab <laughs> Calloway, um, because last week we mixed the show, and, and some of you are saying, what is she saying to Cab Calloway? Do tell, Frank, do should tell. We, should we just I tell I think you people? need to, because it's you. I know it's, it's us. It's you. So we had a Cab Calloway tribute at Wild Horse Pass Casino. We were performing in the zoot suits and everything. And I don't know if you guys, some of you are performers, you understand, you get into the act, and you do stuff that you normally probably shouldn't have, wouldn't have, uh, you shouldn't have done that. We call that deviating from the act. Deviating from the <laughs> script. And so Frank decides to take a leap. Off the stage. And time stood still. Rolled. Oh, well, actually, you fell, huh? You actually, well, I, landed, I, I saw the lunge. But I'm just saying, when you, like, if you guys understand, when you're doing something in the middle of what you're doing and you want to reverse gears, like, you know it's too late. Like you're crossing on red and, and you need to like, there's no way you can cross across back to the street. The fact is Frank was midair and literally mine said, you schmuck, you're 50 something years old. What are you doing? And bam, I landed and broke my ankle. But guess what, everyone? Frank got back on that stage. Oh, he finished yeah. the performance. We, we, we went fun. backstage and he says, Susie, I think I heard something go. I heard a crunch of people. You know, when you pa- <laughs> I passed the microphone. Now you're listening, people. We had the Chandler Chamber of Commerce, some dignitaries in house. We had the mayor of Chandler. We had the chief of police. Yep. We had the fire chief, the city council, and all these big business folks. And we were there. And Frank is passing a mic with a broken ankle, saying "Hadi hadi ho, hadi hadi ho." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we do welcome you guys back every week. We always are honored and privileged to hang with each and every one of you. Uh, I give you a reminder, if you can't catch this show entirely, get on the Wrench Nation Facebook. Uh, before we announce our uh, unbelievable guest we have in studio, we try to take you guys on an automotive journey, uh, highlighting some fascinating, inspirational folks. I always ask you every week, Susie, what's shaking in the garage? Well, you know, um, what I noticed the last couple of weeks, Frank, is I've we've got people that are actually investing in their vehicles rather than buying new vehicles. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you what. So we actually had a 04 Camry in, 
And right. uh, we had a we had a 2010 uh, Ford in, and uh, we're talking in the tune of five to seven thousand dollar investment. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Some, some people are saying, "Wait a minute, my car is not worth it." Yeah, but I mean, I think that's cool because you know when you think about the, do I want a new car payment, a long car payment? Do I want a higher insurance? Do I want Higher registration. Well, I know a lot of you listening right now, you have a vehicle, 120, 130,000 miles. And the fact is, okay, I've got this repair. How do I make the decision? I want to shed some light on this. This is really important. The last thing you want to do is say, my car is not worth it. Because think about the options. Right. Well, I'm going to get rid of that car that's not worth it and go buy something else for five to seven grand that could have a whole smorgasbord of problems. I could get into a car payment on a new ride. Have you seen the new prices? Oh, my. We're talking mortgages, seven, eight-year payments. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to the, uh, it's a little five-year payment. <laughs> so The 60 months. I, I think that's what we're seeing in the garage. Um, and we advise, we always advise folks. I think the biggest thing, um, the takeaway, where am I going to be? A lot of my young moms, right, one or two kids, maybe got more kids, that Toyota Celica is not going to be happening. Don't spend the money on that. Right. But if you've got a Toyota Sienna, you may want to invest in that. And you don't want a huge payment. So I think you're speaking on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, and it's um, and it's been very satisfactory for the customers as well because you know they, I love this car. It's sentimental. Um, you know, it's paid for. Well, it's and, practical, I think. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think a good garage, and of course, you can get onto our wrenchnation.tv website. We've got a whole friend section there, community-minded garages across the country. A good garage, or even dealer for that matter, is going to advise you based upon your need. Like, where are you going to be? So it's not just, oh, this was two grand, that's it, you're done. You know, they're going to try to align that up. So I think that's key. Right. Yeah. So um, I want to just tell you something. Uh, we've talked about this drone situation. <laughs> oh. Now, a lot of you like your little fast food drive through cheeseburger french fry action. Where but you- I'm going to tell you it's going to get that much more quicker. I was going to say, where are you going with this? Well, San Diego, McDonald's, Uber Eats has delivered a cheeseburger. Via drone? Via the drone action. So you got wow. you got sloppy cheeseburger juice on top of you <laughs> as you're coming to land down in and bam, but the Uber says the service should decrease food delivery times. Duh. I would think so. Right, right. But what do you do? What if you're that individual in your backyard and you're sunbathing and here comes a, a series of in and in and out burger drones over you, your backyard? And and then don't think it's a bird dropping, right? If a uh, sauce drops I mean, out. Um, was that cheeseburger juice? What was that? <laughs> Technology is happening. Wait, have they started that or is it a beta it, test? What's going on? It has happened. Uber Eats unit begins the tests in San Diego with McDonald's. Now, I, some of you are saying, I want a Frosty. Is that going to happen? <laughs> I, don't want it, I don't want milk. I want a Frosty. So, But yeah, they're testing in San Diego. That's going to be interesting. I'm always thinking like, why in San Diego? Why not Phoenix? It's hotter than a mug. Test them out here. Well, yeah, then you won't get a Frosty in the summertime, Frank. Well, you ain't, you're, you're going to no. get something. No, speaking of Frosty, <laughs> speaking of fast, speaking of speed, speaking of land records, my friends, land records, we're talking about the speed we have and you guys know we've had quite a few speed type guests on the show but we have never had the world's fastest female motorcycle racer that individual is in studio 
that individual, Valerie Thompson, a local hero. I'm just going to call it. How do you go out and attempt top speeds? Land records, people. We've got Valerie Thompson racing. Uh, Valerie Thompson, the talented, courageous land speed record holder. And she's going for some big dynamite action. You guys stay tuned. Wrench Nation, next. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Lee Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local, family-owned, award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa, serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE-certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. What do we got right there? I hear some gear shifting. Oh my goodness, that the attempt at a land speed record. We got Valerie Thompson, and that was her wicked uh, Bub 7 Streamliner. Valerie Thompson is the world's fastest female motorcycle racer and eight time land speed record holder with membership in the Sturgis Motorcycle Hall of Fame. We're talking seven 200-mile-an-hour clubs, one 300-mile-an-hour club. In 2018, she piloted the famed Bub 7 Streamliner to a record speed of 328.46 miles per hour. Valerie Thompson, girl, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Frank. I got wow. excited. You know, I don't know what it is with us men. We get, like, we hear speed. We, well, we get all retarded. you are incredible and literally your life is absolute like hollywood fame legend movie worthy and we're going to get to the movie soon how did you set out on this endeavor valerie to to really just say one day i'm attempting i'm doing i'm going after this land speed record you know, it's it's been a quite the journey to say that, to do it. And um, just to do it is quite the journey itself. And uh, I'm just so, you know, happy and privileged. And I'm just excited to be where I'm at today. Well, no doubt. I mean, let's let's go back in time. Did you grow up in the race business? I mean, how did this all start for you? I did not grow up in the racing world. I grew up in the banking world. Oh. I spent like 13 years in the banking world right after high school. And uh, I wanted to be like my aunt. She was in the banking world for 30 plus years. And uh, I I wanted to be like that. Did you find yourself uh, counting money fast? I was. (laughs) (laughs) Was that, I'm like, because that's that's quite a bit of segue. We have a lot of listeners that could relate. You know, you do something and then you have a dream for, did you dream about racing? I mean, how did it trigger for you? No, it, What triggered for me was I got laid off from my banking job and I thought that was going to be the end. And I know I could go get another banking job because I was that good. I was a great 
banker. You're a professional. Yeah, I yeah. was a professional. Yeah. And, um, you know, I started going, get, I got a motorcycle. I started going on bike rallies from uh, going to bike rallies in all different states. Um, it brought me to Arizona and in Washington state where I'm born and raised, uh, there's a lot of rain. There's a lot of cloudy skies. There's not a lot of room to wiggle, to ride two wheels. So right. I came here for Arizona bike week in 2003, oh, many years before that. But I, in 2003, 2004, I said, if any one place I'm going to ever live in my life, it's going to be Scottsdale, Arizona. Big shout out to Scottsdale. Yeah. We've got a lot of listeners on Scottsdale. So I, the connection was Bike Week. We know that Bike Week does inspire a lot of folks, uh, you know, in the motorcycle community. They're doing amazing things by charitables and things like that. So your first time on a bike, I mean, people want to, you know, cruise and all that. We get that. But were you like, like throttling? I mean, yeah, I want to know I'm what kind of bike. To, what kind of bike? Well, what did kind you of start bike? With? Yeah. First off, my my first bike was a 1999 Sportster. Okay. And uh, it was a 1200 Custom, and it was um, not too slow, but it was slow with riding with the group that I rode with. And when I was riding with the group, they told me that if I didn't keep up with them, that I couldn't ride with them. So oh. I really had no choice. You had but to upgrade. I had to upgrade. And my, you had to I get had faster. To, I did. Um, I didn't upgrade the bike until three months later. Um, I sold that bike to a really, really tall guy that was over 6'4", I want to say, that, you know, he was a petite person. And he, he drove off with the bike and I was like... Oh my gosh, that bike don't fit him. <laughs> yeah, so because you're I upgraded to a fat boy, Harley Davidson. Oh, so neat. there I go. So you went from Bike Week to Sturgis's Motorcycles Hall of Fame in in such a small time, and you traded the bike up. Keep going. Where did the need for speed really start cooking? I was racing down Scottsdale Road. <laughs> <laughs> was this during a red light camera running days? Nope. No? No, nope. it was a, a friend, a local uh, guy here, uh, <laughs> Nick Trask. He uh, owns a, a motorcycle a performance shop called Nick Perf- Nick's, uh, wait a minute, Trask Performance. And he uh, told me that I was out of control, that I needed to take it to the track. Well, his partner, Charlie Mitchell, said... We'd probably need to go to the track. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, no. we probably do. So we went to Speed World. We made some hot laps on my fat boy. And then next thing you know, it, I, I, I never left the racetrack. I kept going hot lap after hot lap. That's and an I, addiction. Good for you. Did you ever look back and say, man, what happened to them banking days? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always think that's that could be a backup for me. <laughs> always. Yep, always. So you, you made yourself uh, aware of sort of this attraction. It's this internal competition with self. Would you agree that racing really is, com- I mean, we're competing in some terms with others. Correct. But did you find pushing yourself for you to the next level? Absolutely. I mean, I just don't want to give up. I, I mean, I literally told my husband I would retire at 200 miles per hour. And then I changed my mind really quick. I said, okay, 300. Oh, so now it's 400. Oh, so you're And setting- then he said, what are you going to do at 500? I go, well, we'll have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like negotiating with that. Right. I love that. <laughs> so tell us about, let's set the, uh, let's set the parameters for a lot of our audience. They understand quarter mile runs and they've watched, uh, you know, what comes to mind is uh, Craig Treble from years ago was a NHRA uh, 
uh, motorcyclist down yeah. the track. Craig Treble, a great guy. He's we my used... long time old buddy. Yeah, yeah back in I, the day. I don't. Yeah, back in the day, you can. That's our age. <laughs> <laughs> but Craig Treble and many out there um, would set up at the track. Tell us what is the big difference between that quarter mile drag racing and the land speed racing, and specifically out at the salt fields out there. What makes it so special out there, at Bonneville? Well, the difference in land speed racing, it's it's really about the reaction time and, you know, getting to the end of the track and stopping safe, like we do in most races. At the Salt Flats, you you have a, uh, a Mother Nature prepared track. Well, we prepare the track to Mother Nature. And, you know, we're, we're speaking like weather conditions can make or break a good day from a bad day from life or death. In our case, we don't race the 25 foot bub streamliner with more than three miles per hour of wind in any direction. Cause that it's a sail at that point. I mean, it's, it's like a boat. You're, yes. You know, no control. And we bring our own weather station. We're the only team that has a weather station that we actually bring it to a race event here in the United States. And we set it up and it's on different miles and it really, it'll tell you what the mile is at yeah. what marker what it's like, you know, drag racing, I have a quarter mile and land speed racing. I need a good 10 miles plus. Wow. wow. So when you say mother nature, uh, the surface of the salt fields out there, I read that there was a few years where they actually shut it down because the surface was not good to go. What is that like? Well, it's uh, one, it's very disappointing because oh, yeah. you work your whole entire year just to get to that point. Don't mess with Valerie Thompson <laughs> racing. She's like, I'm you, coming to race, man. You don't want to wrench in my hand at that moment. <laughs> um, but it, it's, you know, you just can't do it. And you don't want to enter onto the salt flats because you don't want for the next event. You don't want to ruin it any further. You know, a lot of people here uh, just go on the salt flats and it's open to the public at the Bureau of Land, Ma- Land Management and they can just go wherever. And, you know, and that's fine. Okay. There's been some great commercials, great movies, great races out there. And, you know, us as racers, we're, we're like, you know, we're very uh, protective Preserve of it, that. Yeah. You got to be track. particular. Yeah. No, I mean, so let me ask you, we, we, we find whether we're walking the NASCAR track or whether we're walking the quarter mile, a little less than quarter mile now in NHRA, we'll, we'll walk that track. Are you walking the fields? Is that practical? Uh, no. Uh, it's in some areas when they point out uh, if there's a, a hole, uh, what mile to, <laughs> to avoid. Uh, I mean, hello. over time in, in an event, sometimes, you know, you serve, you know, when it dries out or if it rains the night before, it rains the day of. You just kind of people, we groom the track and they do it at very slow speed. So it's very time consuming. They grade, they, they you know, they, they prepare the track before we even get there. So that's, you know, number one benefit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if there's a little issue, then, yeah, they'll take me out to the course and they'll show, you know, where I need to stay away from. And keep and well, it's all about safety. And we're yeah. going to dive in a little bit more. What is the difference between motorcycle racing uh, and this sort of streamlined racing? Some of you have seen this on TV. Uh, it doesn't happen. It's not like it's a huge season like NHRA or NASCAR. Uh, but if you've seen it, you've watched it in wonderment. We have the talented Valerie Thompson, world's fastest female motorcycle racer, uh, eight-time land speed record holder. We're coming back, Ranch Nation. 
Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you are an installer, get on to partsauthority.com, check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Back Wrench Nation, Frank and Susie hanging out with you. Remember to get on to WrenchNation.tv. Uh, some of you will dip in and out of the show. We respect that life can get busy. WrenchNation.tv to catch the shows and, of course, our podcast. Hey, listen, top 10 fastest motorcycle riders in the world. Valerie Thompson has made that list. In fact, Valerie Thompson, America's queen of speed. We have Valerie Thompson in studio. Welcome back, Valerie. Thank you. You know, we were talking about um, the differences between motorcycle and running a streamliner. You as a race behind in that cockpit for strategy, what's the biggest difference there for you driving? Well, riding both as a uh, on a conventional bike, uh, going 217 miles per hour on a BMW S1000RR, you can feel everything about the bike, the ground, um, the wind. Um, and when the bike tries to pull you one way, it's very pleasant. Okay, so let's go this way. Let's right. go and lean. Let's just right. put a let's put a foot into it and let's get you know let's get the courtesy foot to the right. When you're in a streamliner, you're enclosed in a cockpit, and you are strapped in completely, no room to wiggle, and your your arms are strapped in, your legs are strapped, your chest, your stomach. It's a tight cockpit. It's there's Big no time. there's no room to right to Do breathe. Anything, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you. Throttle. And you don't and you don't feel the wind. So you don't you don't. It's quiet. Feel it. It's quiet. Yes, as it as it should be. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't want any uh, aerodynamic noise because that would decrease the speed. True. And make you upset. We don't want. See, I was saying off air, um, Valerie Thompson, you are the Mike Tyson equivalent. Of speed, I, and I say that respectfully to Mike Tyson and to you. And the reason why I say that is because back in 2018, last year in March, you went through a pretty violent, horrific crash out in Australia. I did. Tell us about that day. Well, that day was a great day until it turned into a crash day, and we were the subject of all the news, the whole pits, everything. Um, was on a goods run, and. Uh, we said, this is our time. We are, we're, we're going after the record, which the record is 376 miles per hour. And right after mile three and a half-ish, a little nice little gust of wind. Did you feel that? No. So you had no feeling something no was feeling. coming on? Okay. No. I, I just said seconds before, wow, because the this is such a great, like, this is wonderful. I you could, felt accomplishment. Was it going too setting smooth? Up. It was way too yeah. smooth. I had felt that everything was going right. All I needed to do was keep my focus, go.
go straight and stop safe. When you say keep focused, it is, I imagine, yes, keep straight. Talk to me about throttling and stuff at that. What's the focus on the strategy for throttle, if I can ask before we continue? Sure. The throttle is a very, you, you finesse the throttle. You don't get on the throttle like you would. You're not doing burnouts seat. on the salt lake. Yeah, <laughs> no. I hear you. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that because that would uh, disrupt the salt flats for somebody else's race. For sure. For so, sure. Um, yeah, so it's a it's an easy into the throttle. Um, and once you get there, you just hold it. It's a steady throttle. It's a steady throttle position hold. And, uh, you know, you, you you might have, when when it's spinning, you might have to just take take it back a bit. <laughs> yeah. A hair. Yeah. And. Uh, you're, you're not going for time tr- trials per se. So it, really it's just gradually getting to as fast as you can. True. So at 300 miles an hour plus. You were three three miles into that? I was a roughly? little over three miles. Okay. I was probably three and a half, three quarters into the mile. And that's when the the wind struck and the motorcycle, which is 25 feet long, went straight up in the air and it fell upside down. The How cl- high in the air? You know, they always say the fish was this big, <laughs> but <laughs> I really think that it could have been, you know, a good couple of feet up in the air. Um, you know, the, the video, when you YouTube it, it, it looks short, but it was way up there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, so it went up in the air, it came upside down twice and just crashed. And, um, at the time that I went up straight up, uh, vertical, I, I didn't know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't aware what was happening, but I was aware when I was sliding for about a mile. Wow. And then I came to a complete stop and then. Uh, all the nice gentlemen all approached me, uh, the safety crew, and there was a lot of them. And uh, if I, I said, if I can wiggle my toes and my my feet or my my toes and my fingers, uh, I can get out. So while you're in midair, wow. you realize what's happening. What are the as a driver? What are the safety measures that you are? I take it parachutes and things like that. What are you kicking into mode? Which is, I guess, part of that training for safety as a driver. What are you doing at that point? Well, at that point, um, I take my hands off of the or the steering wheel or off the the controls, um, and I you hold them close to your body as tight as you can. You don't let go. You you're just like you don't want you, them flailing. You don't want them to flare out because, yeah. as you can see in the video, you can see my, yeah. the the car or excuse me, the bike flopping around. And if my hand was. Uh, so it's more of a crash position. It's a right? crash position. Mm-hmm. And I did it and I didn't even, I held my hands and I didn't even know I was holding my hands until I came, um, to, came, came to. And there were no <laughs> injuries, right? Um, there's no um, huge injuries, but you know, I mean, I saw, I suffered, you know, some, some quite big that bruises. That could have been horrific. Sure, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and, and my heart hurt really bad. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. If you're just joining us, we have the talented, uh, world's fastest female motorcycle racer, Valerie Thompson. I invite you to get on to ValerieThompsonRacing.com. Phenomenal story and accomplishments. Uh, named top 100 leaders in power sports uh, by Dealer News. Only female featured on the world's top 10 fastest motorcycle riders. Nothing stops you, Valerie. No. What do you get this The weather from? will stop me, though. The weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying, yeah, that's, I mean, I think you painted the picture. It's almost equivalent of, you know, one of us going out to San Diego, Mission Bay, or what have you, with a sailboat in torrential storms trying to be a big shot. Right. Like, no, put that sucker away. Wind is a big deal. 
It sure is. Tell us about the motor engine, if you can, a little bit. Uh... Boy, I, you know, where do I begin? Dennis Manning and John Jans and Joe Harrelson all created this fabulous motor, and there's only two in the world. And it's a 3,000cc engine with 500 horsepower, hmm. double overhead cam, and turbocharged V4 engine. And uh, it's a 25-foot carbon composite Monarch chassis. Wow. Very light. It has a mm-hmm. lot. Yes, very light, 1,600 pounds. All right, let me ask you, because uh, on, on race day or you know during trials in other motorsports, teams can be caught. Well, you're cheating. You can't do that. You know, there's there's restrictions. Some of it's for safety. Some of it's for fair play. Is there that equivalent at, at Bonneville where teams are kind of sized up, up and down by, you know, referees, if you will, or, or the equivalent? Well, they um, when it comes time for all of us high-speed racers, they, you know, have uh, their eyeballs on us. <laughs> oh, yeah. They want to know you what's know? Valerie Thompson up to over there. But what what I can say is that, before we even get to get on the racetrack, we have we have a tech inspection. And we just don't have one or two tech inspectors. We actually have three. Sure. They 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 want they go through the checklist. I also do a bailout procedure where I get into the cockpit, they strap me in like I'm ready to go. And they get their stopwatch out and they time me. On on evacuating. When them. they say yeah. go. I do right. all my techniques to get out. Can you um, practice that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I tell well, you. Well, that, that was, doesn't say much, but <laughs> yeah. but I, I did do it in nine seconds. And I always wanted to be seven seconds because seven is such an important number. The bike is number seven. I'm rated number seven on the top world's fastest uh, list of a motorcycle racer and um, to, to to be seven seconds like Chris Carr got out in seven seconds. He was the former driver, uh, rider for this uh, Bub 7 and he did break two land speed records. So if anything, I, I want to be like Chris Carr, seven seconds. <laughs> well, if anything, I'm taking you to the casino, man. <laughs> sevens, we got all these wonderful they, sevens. They really give you 60 seconds to get out of the cockpit, but you know, my, wow. my, my very best is my very best. That's impressive. Seconds so far. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, safety. So listen, you definitely have a story easily for Hollywood. I think you listening would agree. This is an amazing story. Here's a young banker counting money fast. Next thing you know, she's chasing the length speed <laughs> record and all those things in between. You have something pretty special coming up by way of a movie. We do. Tell us about that. You got us excited. Well, we have a movie coming out at the end of this year, and it's uh, the movie is called Rocket and Titans, and uh, P51 uh, Pictures um, and executive producer Dana Brown, which is the creator of Dust to Glory and award-winning um, other uh, documentaries, um, P51 uh, Pictures has followed us for more than 18 months. I mean, we keep in touch with the crew all the time. Were they, they there March 18? They were. Oh, they wow. come every. They go everywhere. They follow uh, two of the other race teams that are competing for the record, and so you know they they they're uh, they're pulling it all together, and we're getting this thing done, and we're going to be you know a movie premiere. 
pretty soon. So that's cool. That's awesome, guys. Yeah. Get uh, if you're just tuning in, Valerie Thompson. And I'm racing. sitting right next to her. Yeah, you're Ooh, lucky. I'm well, so I, close. She's signed. Mike. I'm so close. She's to gonna Valerie. sign. She's got the autograph. No, I got you, the card. you have an autograph. I'm so. right next to her. We are gonna be <laughs> sidelined at the salt fields with a little pom pom wrench nation cheering yes, you on, we girl. Will. <laughs> yeah. So I invite you, please, uh, not while you're driving. Of course, no texting and driving. Tell folks, we're going to do another segment, but I want to get your social media perts out because a lot of folks will support you here on Wrench Nation listening. Amazing story. Where can folks find you on Instagram and so on? Absolutely. You can find me. My, the best way to go is on my website, ValerieThompsonRacing.com. And I have nice little pink click buttons to go on my <laughs> Facebook fan page, my Twitter, my Instagram. And uh, so... How Hopefully. many click buttons do you have on there? Seven? I just have a few. <laughs> Not seven. I should have seven. <laughs> but you know what? That seven's going to retire. We're going to be number one one there day. There you go, girlfriend. Featured <laughs> in Rockets and Titans, a worldwide film documentary that's uh, scheduled for later on this year, people. Valerie Thompson, world's fastest female motorcycle racer. We're going to talk about this record attempt that's coming up, I think, in August here pretty quick. You guys stay tuned. Ranch Nation, next. Frank here with Ranch Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Ranch Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Hey Gilbert friends, when we talk about car repair, car care, getting all of your stuff done on your car, excellence, integrity, workmanship, those are large words. Well, I got to tell you, a little place on Cooper and Warner in Gilbert, the car shop, you've got to meet Chris Baldrin, the car shop. He is absolutely on top of his game. He's a certified technician has a certified set of mechanics working for you day in and day out there at the car shop. So if you're out in Gilbert, Warner, and Cooper, you've got to visit Chris Baldrin at the car shop. Friendly, knowledgeable, eager to take care of you with no funny business. So reach out to the car shop, 480-855-8000, 480-855-8000. The car shop, Warner off of Cooper. Ranch Nation, uh, Frank and Susie, always, always a pleasure to uh, hang out with you guys. We never take for granted. Uh, week's busy. You guys are busy. And we've heard from many of you uh, through social media, uh, our email newsletter that goes out every week. We've had a lot of great response to that. I want you guys to know that this is our show, man. So if you have anybody, uh, we always like to highlight not only professional racers and, you know, drivers and just the fascinating folks, but Man, those great mechanics out there. There are many great technicians in the country. And if you have a story about a great mechanic that you want aired on the show, reach out to us, wrenchnation.tv. Get on there, and uh, we'd love to tell the story uh, of your local rock star mechanic. So, Frank and Susie, welcome back. Uh, Valerie Thompson Racing, superstar, world's fastest female motorcycle racer. Didn't happen overnight. Valerie, what keeps you going when you maybe 
have this, and we all get them. We get these notions, oh, God, like my leg right now. I'm saying, Frank, you can't do anything. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can do something. But what do you do when you, when we all have those moments. How do you recharge mentally to keep your fight? Oh, boy. You know, it's it's a mental fight all the time and 24-7. Uh, I have found that, you know, working out, training, uh, exercise has been really my go-to uh, place. Um, and my three dogs. I, I, nice. They give me therapy. And All right, hang it, on. We got to give shout out to the dogs. The What's doggies? the dog's names? Wreck it. Oh, sorry. My, my dog's names are... We put are, you on the spot. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> my dog's names are Speedy, Britt, and Bentley. Whoa! Oh, nice. My dog Reckon, he passed away, so I, oh, I still so he, he's, he's still with us. Still with us so yep. all right, so I, you know, my wife listens to this show somewhat every week, maybe once. She's every two listening, months. Frank. She's listening. We have a little one named our little. We have seven little ones, by the way. Oh, I thought three was bad. I was like, wait a minute. But my so one <laughs> of our dogs' name. Uh-huh. Bentley. Bentley. Yes! Yeah, we got a couple yeah. Bentleys in the house. But when my Otis, who was an 80-pound boxer, passed away, God bless that dog. He was a beautiful dog. My wife said, you know, let's get seven eight-pound dogs. <laughs> seven is a good number. Maybe well, you go. uh, that's the number that we're going to go with. Um, so let me ask you, Valerie. We have a lot of young race teams that we, you know, whether it's through social media or, you know, through the show, Sponsorship is a big part of sustaining one's dream. It's the business side of racing. What advice would you give a young team right now that, man, they don't want to throw in the towel. They know they have the talent. They know they have the sweat. They know they can burn midnight oil, but they're struggling with sponsors. What advice, if I can ask you, just to share some knowledge base with with folks that are in, maybe in a predicament like that? You know, I've I've been in that predic- predicament. So I've been there. I've had my pain, my struggles. I've, I've, I've been through the highs and the lows. And um, the one thing that I didn't do is I, I just rebound. You know, I just grounded foot. I just, I never gave up. I mean, I did give up for a bit, you know, like, you know, what am I doing? The economy and this, that, the other. And, you know, a sponsor's losing left and right. It was like, it was the thing back in the days. And, You're talking uh, about 06, 07, 08, that, that I'm tough... talking about like 08, 09, yeah. like when I went through yeah. it, yes. And uh, so it it really literally took, as a racer, you know, 2011, SeaTac battery chargers came on board, uh, their battery, like a tender battery charger for your vehicles. They're wonderful. I have them in my garage on everything, scooters, you know, nice. you name it, I got it on there. That's they came the on board. Thing. They believed in what and you were doing. They did. They were there with me for six, seven years. And, uh, you know, it was, it's, it's awesome to have a sponsor. And it's easier to keep a sponsor happy than it is to go get new ones. So my advice is just never forget and never give up. And uh, just keep going no matter what your day is like, no matter what, who throws you the curves who throws you the 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 bullies out yet out at you? Just keep going, good girl. While we ride and Mega Speed, which was featured on Discovery Channel some time ago, um, you were part of that award winning documentary. Uh, folks can probably find that on YouTube. Tell us about that time. I mean, you started to attract film crews. You're yes. a beautiful lady. You're going fast. That's movie worthy. What was that like for you? You know, it was quite different because um, at the time I wasn't as authentic as I am now. 
And you, you were know, like, monitoring like, maybe, like while like, I'm on the camera. I was, you know, I didn't know how to act on the camera. I don't know how to. I'm not. I'm a racer. I'm I'm geared. You know, my mind is geared. My hand is geared. Everything about me is geared. I'm not the glory. The the you know. Yes, I I have nice stuff and dress nice and I look like a girly girl. But you know, to be in a movie, like ooh, like. I, <laughs> well, I tell you what, I appreciate. And many of you listening can appreciate the sincerity. Um, it's, 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 I don't know what to call it because we're not paid actors or actresses here, but you, you do have a tendency to kind of selfie on steroids, and it, it changes a little bit who you are. But you finally came to a point and said, you know what? I'm who I am. I don't care if these cameras are around. I want to go fast. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just have to throw away everything you, that you think that people are going to view you or, like, you know, criticize you or you know you just think too much you overthink yeah it's almost like that dance like you know dance like nobody's watching sing like nobody's listening you know i always said that about the show it's like worst case scenario Susie and i are singing to ourselves in the shower (laughs) i mean i mean sometimes i i think many of you listening right now i know it's a car talk show and we do a lot of automotive stuff but we always say once in a while we sprinkle in it's a live show like at the end of the day you just got to do you and and you know, those cameras and stuff. You know, I think there's a big problem. Uh, I know we only have a few minutes left, but I think social media maybe invites the wrong message. Like, I think there's studies that that are showing that people are actually looking at photos saying, wow, my trip right now here currently in Maui is not as good as my friends over here. Mm -hmm. I think that's... It's almost like we're trying to mitigate criticism or something, and we shouldn't have to. It's really odd, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just be you, like my sister says. Right. I'm just glad you're being you. Well, okay. I saw the picture on Instagram, by the way. Uh, folks, get on Valerie Thompson Racing Instagram. You took a pretty cool, well, your sister took the pretty cool picture. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I'm taking credit for that one. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, what would you uh, What would you tell us? Because um, you got Ranch Nation full support. We're, we're not done. I mean, this is a show, and the show will go up, but we're going to follow and monitor, and really just we're great fans of what you're doing. Where are you going to be three years from now? Hopefully retired at 400 and something miles nice. per hour. <laughs> she did say I, that. I have the opportunity to be the world's fastest on two wheels, and now I traded in my high heels for four wheels. Even though I'm not giving up my two wheels, but I am going to be racing four wheels, testing this year at the Bonneville Salt Flats in August. And uh, this car is uh, four, 43 feet long. Wow. It has... 5,000 horsepower. Wait a minute. I just got to paint the picture. You people listening, when Valerie Thompson, she's just said the specifications, but after she said the specs, she lit her smile. It was yeah, like, she did. like not she lit sinister, but chills. she just, you got to, this woman lights up. Yeah. You rock. I was always told when I was riding my motorcycle that I had the pregnant glow. Oh. <laughs> so don't forget it. When somebody says you have the pregnant glow, think about where you're at. Think yep. about what you're doing because yep. that was a sign for them to tell me that motorcycles is going to be my next life. Nice. That's incredible, man. Yep. We are honored. Valerie Thompson, you are, are just incredible. You're very inspirational, and we want to see you through this. We're going to follow progress, Susie. Oh, we need to, yeah. And I do, I, I kind of mentioned this in between breaks. This is a platform for you, so however we can help you. Uh, again, tell the folks, where can they follow your journey up to this August? This is a big deal. Where can they follow you again? Well, they can follow me on ValerieThompsonRacing.com. 
Um, I'm really big in the social media platform, so I use my social media for my website. So please follow me on the Facebook, the Twitter, and Instagram, and please give me some good likes on my on. Well, that's what my photos. Like that, huh? I love you it. And talk to me. <laughs> well, give me some feedback. I want to know you're there because you can like me all day long. But hey, give me say something. Say hi. <laughs> well, I will tell you. Um, you I know, love to interact with fans. Yes. I just do. I and, love and it. you do an incredible job. Uh, of course, on Twitter as well. I think that's important. I will just remind you: world's fastest female motorcycle racer just asked you. Talk to me. <laughs> wrench me. <laughs> Give me a monkey wrench, something. Give Dude. me a knowledge that you're out there. Talk to me. We're not talking robots on social media, people. This isn't clickbait farms out of Indonesia. Right. I am the one that is responsible for my social media. I can't help what everybody posts, but I am the one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're honored to have you. Sturgis Hall of Fame featured in Rockets and Titans, a worldwide film that will be distributed end of 2019. Valerie Thompson, thank you for joining us here, Wrench Nation. Thank you very much. Yes, Thanks thank for you. having me. Yeah, pretty incredible, Susie. Yeah. I don't know. How do we pull? How do we get all these great guests? Well, Somebody's doing something right. I'm a big shout out to Sherry Butler. Yeah, there you go. Sherry Butler, whoop whoop, whoop shout out. Good job, Sherry. Sherry Butler uh, never gets uh, any shout out. She is the producer of Wrench Nation Car yeah. Talk Radio, and we do thank her and all of you. We are always honored. Uh, if you have any car conundrums, we still give you a little car care tips here and there. We will. But we prefer to take you on a wild journey and introduce <laughs> you to some crazy, fascinating, amazing, inspirational automotive folks and we do thank you every week for joining us up don't forget we got the podcast you can catch that apple podcast or your favorite player we upload that on the weekend and uh, meet us on facebook or instagram ranch nation as i tell you every week be safe hug each other and never forget to hug a mechanic i think the nervousness Huge nervousness. Yeah. You're nervous to go in a garage. I mean, some of you want to go into a dentist before you visit a mechanic. Yeah, that's true, Frank. You know what an old man told me years ago? Oh, no. What did he say? And he said, well, Frank, if you put candy on the counter, people won't yell at you because you've got them chewing and sucking on some candy. There may, <laughs> there may be some truth to that. That is true. I was driving today. I went over a speed bump. My ride is really bumpy when I go over a speed bump. Bumpy. It's just, and then, you know. Wait, do that going. again? That was. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Wait, that, that was not. Wow, that was good. Use that as a sound effect. Wow. Then <laughs> I slow down, and I just hit from the brakes. More special and effects. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, that kind of kills my ears. And One thing that hasn't changed since the dawn of time, I've got to say, is the fact that we just don't like going in. To buy a car. You don't want to do that. At Carvana, we want to make car buying fun again. Uh, giving an exceptional customer experience. Fun and unique way to do that was the car vetting machine. Carvana, na, na, na. Oh, My daddy. heart's in love with oh, Carvana, na, na, na. Oh, yeah. Carvana, na, na, na. My heart's in love with Carvana, na, na, na. Nice. Right, we we got to hit we had a very interesting week in the garage. It seems like when it hits 105, 108, 
everything just goes bananas. Phones don't work properly. The roof gets really hot. Coolers don't work. And, and now how do you keep people motivated in this heat? I want your ideas. Can you give me an idea? How do you keep a bunch of seasoned automotive technicians, mechanics, motivated in 110 degree? Give them ice cream. Bree, this is just, I gave Bree a clap. I love it. Imagine if the federal government worked the same way. It was really simple. A simple answer, smart, intelligent. Give them ice cream. Now, what's on WrenchNation.tv? There's a billion websites out there. Well, there's a ton of nice shows I think you guys will enjoy. We know how it is. I mean, you got three to five seconds to listen to anything. You all got ADD. <laughs> Susie? Yes, Frank. Am I lying? You're not lying. People don't have attention anymore. So I'm just going to tell you right up front. We know this. We understand. Some of you are already gone because you just oh, got to get over there. Next. You capture our attention, though. Well, WrenchNation.tv. I mean, you can catch. Leave it to Beaver's Tony Dow. We had a 50-year reunion with the Corvair. Yeah. 50 years that car came back in his life. Yes. Now, here's uh, I get excited about this community situation. Open change. Vehicle donations making a difference. There's a organization that has uh, donated uh, north of 6,000 cars on the East Coast. And last week, Noor Daoud, Palestinian drift racer from Ramallah. Do you know what it's like growing up in Ramallah, Palestine? I don't even know where that's at. It's in a very volatile area of the okay. world. Like people are trying to just eat for I mean, it's tough. And she is out there breaking the barriers. But that's all on WrenchNation.tv. And with that, I will invite you because we're all family up in here. 